Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose. I'm your host, Shauna Gulbrand. Thank you so much for being here today. I am joined by my dear friend, Jennifer Malamus. Welcome, Jen. Thank you, Shauna. It's nice Glad of to you here. to be here. I am going to tell folks a little bit about you. Um, I have your bio here. So my friend Jen, she is a physician, she's an entrepreneur, and she's a coach. She is committed to supporting people in optimizing their lives by strengthening the foundation of their well-being and relationship to themselves. Jen specializes in career and relationship coaching, and she is passionate about facilitating relationship to self workshops for women in her community. She lives in New York City with her husband, stepdaughter, and her dog, who I have met all three. Mm -hmm. well, I haven't met your dog in person, but I have seen him on Zoom many times. <laughs> so just to give you a little background, first of all, it is Friday, March 27th, and we are in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Jen and I have had plans to record this podcast for a while. And we've had to reschedule a few times and, and now we're coming together. What I want to share with you is that her and I had this incredible conversation before we hit record. For reasons now, I'm happy that it was not recorded because we had some very personal conversation. But I wanted to give you all a little bit of background on where we are when we started to record. Um, We've talked a lot about feelings and emotions and the changes that are taking place with us. But what we're here to talk about today, our intention is to talk about responsibility. We're going to just let that conversation um, go in whatever direction it goes. How do you feel about that, Jen? I feel great about that. Good. So what would you like to say? Say hello to everyone and let's start our conversation. Okay. Hello. Um, thank you again for having me here. It's great to see you as always. And mm -hmm. I appreciate being on this platform. Um, I love the topic of responsibility. It's yeah. one of my favorites. And in thinking about responsibility, one thing that I was hoping that our listeners would walk away with is just kind of a different way to, to listen for and look at what responsibility means and how that would look for them in their lives. And so I guess I wouldn't mind. I mean, you, you made me think of some things already with just with your introduction, but go ahead. we should start by what does responsibility mean to you and to me? Well, I looked it up. I have it here on my computer. The definition of responsibility is the state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or of having control over someone. The state or fact of being accountable or to blame for something. Hmm. And the opportunity or ability to act independently and make decisions without authorization. Wow, what? didn't I literally just say that to you before we started <laughs> recording? Interesting. Authority. <laughs> Yeah, and since I am an avid um, fan of re relationship to self, I like looking at responsibility in terms of ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. What are we as human beings responsible for in our own behavior, our own lives, and in the way we relate to others? 
I don't like uh, the concept of responsibility of like looking at who's at fault or who's to blame, but more what can I be responsible for in how things are going. Okay. So it's almost like a way of being for me. A way of being. I like that. Yeah. So like if I'm taking responsibility for you understanding what I'm saying and you are seeming to not understand, I have an opportunity if I'm responsible for you understanding me, I have an opportunity to say it in a different way or I have some choice about it rather than Shauna, why aren't you understanding me? Come on, get it in there. Well, then there, then I see you <laughs> judging me that I'm not getting it. <laughs> I'm not competent enough. So of course we don't want to go in that direction. At least for, as coaches, we don't we like to try to get rid of all judgment. Yeah. And blame. And blame. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because humans need to be very responsible right now in what's going on around the globe. And our responsibilities lie in, in staying at home, in not going out, in our responsibilities lie in lowering that curve, as they talk about, and uh, avoiding other people. Yeah, and another thing to look at here um, is who we are. Our, our responsibility is who we are, and by that I mean how we are in the situation. So um, I can only control myself and I can be super mad and scream out the window at the person I see walking down the street. Um, or I can say I'm responsible by staying in and I can spread my message in a way that hopefully would get heard. And, and I'm not responsible for, um, you know, whether you choose to stay in or not. And that leads me to, so if I'm looking away, it's because I'm taking notes. As you know, I love to take notes. There's also the responsibility of the reaction. Yeah. Right? So yes. say I witness you hanging out with your neighbors and you're all giving each other hugs and I'm freaking out because our responsibility as humans is to socially distance ourselves. I'm responsible for those feelings in my body. So if I mm -hmm. lash out at you, I, I'm not taking responsibility for how I'm feeling. I'm just throwing the blame on you. Getting angry at you. Yeah. But it's my responsibility to then, and not all of us do this, but it's my responsibility to, to check in and say, or ask, okay, why am I being reactive? What's the trigger? And, you know, what can I do about these feelings? How can I express them in a constructive way? I love that you said that because actually when you were doing the introduction and talking about responsibility and you mentioned feelings, I don't remember the exact way that you put it, but it did make me think that this is a wonderful time for us to practice being responsible for our feelings and being with them as uncomfortable as they may be, because they might right now be a lot of anger, might be fear and sadness. And there's also space for some joy and, um, and fun that we're feeling maybe first time we've 
gotten to spend significant time with our family Mm -hmm. um, or some other thing. Um, But taking that and, and being with it in a responsible way. And then what choice do we have from there? What action can we do from there? So getting in touch with your feelings about the person you witnessed doing the high fives and then maybe reaching out like from there, you might have a choice of like, Hey, I'm going to call that person and have, have a conversation, but you're not screaming at them. Right. And they may be able to hear you, but from the way that you're being. Hmm. I was just thinking about something that I would yell at a person about. Oh, so petty. When I go to the grocery store and people make their own parking spaces in the fire lanes, <laughs> irritates me. And I haven't done work around that to really understand what it, I think it's that sense of entitlement. Mm. And am I responsible to remind them that they're not supposed to park there? I don't, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I don't know if I can honestly answer that as uh, a citizen of the town. And maybe it is my responsibility to say, listen, if there was a fire, the fire trucks would need to park here. You're not supposed to park here. Or maybe my responsibility is to do, I don't know, to just deal with the emotions and the feelings on my own. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. What I'm noticing is when I do my podcasts, <laughs> I start to process things in the middle of asking questions and then I have to come back. I'll process that one later. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think um, for me, what comes up when you're talking about that is that we all have a, a wisdom inside of ourselves where we know the answer, the answer that's true for us. And in that, it takes a pause. It takes a moment to slow down and actually listen because that voice inside of us is pretty quiet. Yeah. And, um, and from there, I think we could, could detect the answer and, and move forward. My answer might not be the same as your answer. Oh, absolutely not. And then I'm thinking, <laughs> well, in the moment when I'm walking into the grocery store and my husband's like, just don't, just don't say anything. And I'm like, that's not a parking space. Um, it, you know, that would be a practice, right? To in the moment, realize what's happening, to bring it in. I can't promise anything, Yeah, (laughs) but it is their responsibility as a citizen to park in a regular parking space and to make sure that, you know, that the fire lanes are open, but it's that sense of entitlement. And that's a whole nother topic of discussion. So responsibility, we have a lot of it going around right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Personal responsibility, collective responsibility. And we'd like to know what your take is on responsibility. How do you see uh, responsibility in your life? And how do you practice being a responsible person? Um, One thing that we were talking about earlier is the responsibility of managing someone else's emotions. So before, during our conversation prior to recording, I know that I mentioned that when I base a decision from a place of love and my truth, that I'm not responsible for how another person 
responds or reacts or feels. And sometimes I feel like I walk a, a thin line with that, especially when it comes to someone like my husband. Mm -hmm. I want to be honest and say what I need to say from compassion and love. But then I feel I, I do have a sense of responsibility to not upset him. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's yeah. I think it's, I think it's a complicated dynamic. And for me, what I see is that I have a responsibility to be as authentic as I can and to live by my values, which is respect and connection. And I would say the only life we really can live is our own. And, but we can be responsible for how we present ourselves to others. That is so, our responsibility. Yeah. And like, I want to be as authentic and true and I want to express myself to my husband. He may get mad. Um, and I can express myself in certain ways that would potentially lessen the likelihood of him getting mad or having hurt feelings. Um, and also a willingness to take the risk. Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot right there is taking that risk of being honest, right. And vulnerable because that's responsibility to ourselves. Yeah. So we have this responsibility to ourselves. We have responsibility to other people. We have responsibilities to our community and to the world. So there are so many levels of responsibility and and I'm not sitting here saying I'm an expert in any of them. I'm just talking from my own experience and what I feel around yeah, responsibility. You're making me think of a scenario, for instance, though. Um, I, I'm thinking of now responsibility as it relates to what we're committed to, our, our highest commitments. Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking about communication with others, I'm going to give a, a little bit of a silly example. So... If my highest commitment is to have a loving and connected relationship with my husband and I come, come into the kitchen one day and there's a sink full of dishes. I love using this example. <laughs> and I feel like I need to speak my truth because I'm annoyed that the dishes are there and I should just tell him, you know, what a lazy bum he's been. Um, I may stop and think from a place of what is my highest commitment? Is my highest commitment to speak how I'm feeling in every moment? Or is my highest commitment to maintain peace and uh, harmony or a connected relationship with my husband? And it might be both. But from there, when I take a look, I have some choices. I can tell him how I'm feeling and how he hurt my feelings by not doing the dishes. I could do the dishes, maybe mention to him later how important it is for me to have a clean sink and how I'd love him to participate in that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe say nothing. When you talked about that, when I visualized you walking in the kitchen and seeing the sink of dishes and reacting to it, I went to, is it really the dishes that you're angry about? Oh, absolutely not. 
<laughs> That's right. But I love what you said about that responsibility to my highest commitment. I, I'm going to play around with that and, and understand. I'm going to play around with it. I'm not going to say I'm going to understand anything, but I am going to play around with that. The responsibility to my highest commitment. That does give me the opportunity to take a step back and to not only realize that it might not be exactly what I'm reacting to, but then to be responsible on how I proceed or mm -hmm. don't proceed. I okay, love that. You're, you're making me think of one of my favorite quotes, which is the Viktor Frankl, you know, um, no, the but Victor share. Frankl quote, I'm going to share it. So between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. It's beautiful. So that pause is our response ability, our ability to respond. And in taking that pause, we get to choose rather than react. Exactly. I love that. Will you read that again? Yeah. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And that's all self-awareness, yeah. right? It's that, oh shit, I'm having a reaction. And it's my personal responsibility to stop, assess, and then choose wisely moving forward. Wisely and meaning like what's the wisest decision for me and yeah. whoever I'm with and to whoever me, it involves. Yeah. And that to me is the nutshell of what responsibility means to me. I love that. Responsibility is owning my shit. It's owning who I am, what I do, the choices and the decisions that I make. Yeah, that's what it is to me. It's, it's owning my shit. <laughs> that's the way I like to say it. I love it. Whether, yeah. again, it's, it's personal or global. And from there, when you do the, take the ownership, you actually have choice. And, and choice is free. Yeah, and you, may, you can act in many different ways, right? But if, you, if you're like, that's not my shit, then there's no choice. And that just made me saying that brought me right back to my old job of that was like the norm in the department. Well, that's mm. not my shit. So I don't need to be responsible for that. That's someone else's problem. But what about your responsibility to the department? Yeah. This is where I keep, I keep going back and forth to the, that own personal responsibility and then responsibility to something that we are a part of, right? Yeah. And you're making me think of the be the change you want to see in the world. That's Go ahead. Who you want to be. So if you want to be, if your higher, highest commitment is this department is a reflection of me, or I'm just here to do my job and at five o'clock I'm out. It's a totally different way of being and the results and your experience are going to be vastly different. I would, I would, uh, 
Well, that's interesting that you say that because I do have an, an article here. This is a great thing about recording on Zoom because I can go right to my computer <laughs> and I'm still being recorded. Um, there's an article that I came across about do you accept responsibilities for your actions and the consequences of not, not accepting responsibility. Over time, failing to accept responsibility has severe consequences. First and foremost, it has a devastating effect on your own mind and heart. When you know you have failed to take responsibility for something that you should, it'll begin to bother you. It'll eat at you little by little. Pretty soon you're feeling small inside. Mm. So that's interesting. Accepting responsibility is a serious matter. Sometimes, especially when we're young, we don't always see the long-term effects of our behavior. But make no mistake, accepting responsibility, both personal and indirect, that's what I was looking for, the word indirect, is a major factor in receiving the respect and admiration of those around you. Accepting responsibility is not only the right thing to do, but it'll pay more long-term dividends than you can now imagine. Oh, here's a quote. In the long run, and this is by Sean Jackson, in the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. The process never ends until we die. All the choices we make are ultimately our own responsibility. Oh, sorry, that was Eleanor Roosevelt. I love that. And that goes back to what is your highest commitment? I love that. So let's pose that question to the listeners and to whoever is watching. What is your highest commitment? And then what is your responsibility around your highest commitment? What I'm sensing right now in my body, my highest commitment, I, mean, I have a few of them, definitely to my mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. My highest commitment to myself and to what I am attempting to grow and develop and create that's really interesting. See, I'm starting to process again, and I try not to do this because then it just, people kind of wander as I'm doing all the work. That's really interesting because now I'm thinking about the commitments that I'm making to myself mm -hmm. and the responsibility to hold myself accountable, the responsibility to believe in myself, mm -hmm. to have faith in myself in my ability, there's a lot of responsibility there. Mm -hmm. And when I started to feel into it, it was a little overwhelming. So I can understand why people avoid responsibility because that's yeah. ownership. Yeah, it feels a little uncomfortable and it's not the way we're used to doing it. Right. And, um, you know, we like... We like looking for outside instruction and uh, influence. Influence. <laughs> Funny you say that uh, because that's something that I've been working on this week is to stop looking externally. Yeah. I've been spending too much time looking externally for a number of things that I don't have mm. to go into now because that's another conversation. When I can bring it back here, that 
brings me a greater sense of responsibility to myself, a personal responsibility. In being responsible to know my needs and my wants and to be able to fill them on my own. I, I could keep going on with this, but again, I don't want to go off track of this, this conversation. But that's really interesting. I love that you said that. It's all tied in together. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about this for days. And when I think about um, my highest commitment, I think if I were to have to say off the top of my head would be connection. And that would be to others and to myself. And so in looking at that, there's lots of ways that I can see I have responsibilities for instance, when we talked about the pause and, and you just mentioned it about coming back to your heart center, that stillness and quiet so that I can tap into what, what is my need right now or what is my responsibility right now even. And getting quiet is super important in that endeavor, mm-hmm. whether that's a prayer or a meditation or even just feeling my feet on the ground for a moment, mm-hmm. taking a deep breath. And then in what ways can I be responsible for maintaining my connections? That is beautiful. I can tell that you're processing a little right now. It's okay. Just keep it and keep it in there. That's okay. (laughs) Now I'm really starting to think. Um, Actually feel. One of my highest commitments is to love. Mm. Is to the energy of love. And with so much fear going around the globe right now, I feel responsible for keeping it at a higher level, Mm. for bringing love into everything. And that is to me, now I'm coming back to like the intention that I said in the morning and then to remind myself that, hey, this is an intention because that's part of it, right? So we can say my responsibility to my highest commitment is this, but then we have to remind ourselves especially if we're in the moment and we walk into the kitchen and there's a sink full of dishes. It's so easy to default and react. And it's our responsibility to remind ourselves of what we're committed to. I love that you're saying creating intentions. And I think that is a extremely useful tool um, do you do that in the mornings or do you, do you create an intention I generally for the day? Set an, an, set an intention for my day, but here's the thing. I love to set intentions. I love to preach about setting intentions, but what I bring in, so if I'm teaching a yoga class and I'm asking them to set an intention, I remind them of their responsibility of reminding themselves about the intention throughout the day. Yeah. I was going to ask what's you, the point what are of setting an intention? Right. So what are some uh, tools or, or keys that you, you would remember throughout the day? Self-awareness. Number one, self-awareness. Okay. I'm noticing something. Hold on. What was my intention? Mm. And the practice of just reminding myself of my intention. And I'm, sometimes I forget. I'm not going to lie. And I'll move through my day and I forget. Yep. I will say that um, where I meditate... Uh, and I pull my card for the day and where I set my intention, I do walk by there a few times a day. So that's a nice reminder. Nice. I like so to I do guess sticky notes. 
sticky notes. I was just going to say post-it notes. <laughs> yeah. Put them someplace. I, I do. I put it where I'm working for the day. Perfect. On a sticky note. That is a great practice. I think about it, but I can't stand sticky notes hanging yeah. all over the place. So that's not going to work for me. But that is a responsibility. Yeah. I feel responsible to set an intention for myself at the beginning of my day. I am responsible for reminding myself of my intention. And now I'm going to bring in that responsibility to one of my highest commitments. And let me ask you, does your highest commitment change from day to day? Um, does it shift? I, I think, well, I think my highest and hi my most highest commitment is the connection, which mm -hmm. I talked about. I think that's not a shift. Okay, I think so that is just solid. kind of like my life purpose in a way, if I were to right. say it that way. My commitment in, of the moment could shift. Okay. So perhaps there's a day where I have a lot of work and I'm, I'm intensely wanting to focus. Maybe my highest commitment is to stay focused. And then how does that affect your highest commitment of connection? Good question. I... I think I would have to practice in the moment. In the moment. And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'd have to practice in the moment and it depends on what's happening. So I, I can give an example. Um, I, I've started this ritual with my husband, which is relatively new in the past like six months, where we have our morning coffee together. And I love having my own morning ritual where I get up and do yoga and meditate and journal and have my cup of coffee while I'm journaling. And I noticed, so there was this space where my husband and I were in the same room, Peter, you know him. Um, I do. And he would start talking to me and trying to connect. And I noticed myself getting really irritated because can't you see I'm trying to journal right now and I don't have time for this connection stuff. And then it struck me, wait a minute, I have this opportunity to connect. Yep. And so, when at that time, when it struck me, I really rearranged my mindset, which we're also responsible for how we create the experience or our own mindsets and realized this was a great opportunity and I want to take advantage of it. So I create the space in the mornings to connect and not be busy or have too much to do that I can't connect with him. That's beautiful. I've enjoyed how our conversation has, has kept with the overarching theme of responsibility, but also shifted to this idea of the highest commitment and the responsibility around that. Mm -hmm. So again, I pose the question to the listeners and to the viewers, what is your highest commitment or what are your three highest commitments? And to get really clear about that first, this is a new practice for me. I'm going to integrate this into my life in some way. And I am going to be responsible in reminding myself of this new practice. I have a I whole bunch it. of new practices this week. So what is your highest commitment? And then asking yourself, what, have you, what are your responsibilities around your highest commitment? How they might shift? Um, moment to moment, day to day, how you will allow them to shift or not allow them to shift. 
and then being more self-aware mm-hmm. of, of just the shifts. And self-aware of, the, of how we're choosing to be around it. What happens when we have that interruption or things aren't seeming to go the way we thought they should in the moment? That's also a place to look at responsibility and commitment, how we want to be in the moment about something changing. Yeah. Um, I can relate so deeply to what you were saying about how you were journaling and how Peter wanted to talk. My desk is in the middle of the house. And I, when I'm writing, when I'm doing something, I need to concentrate so deeply. I can't be yanked out of it because then it's hard for me to go back. And that is something of irritation for me because David loves to talk and it happens quite often. What I need is just like a new house with my own office, but I don't have that right now. But your comments, your story, your share are giving me the opportunity to reflect on my commitment to my marriage. And that is one of my highest commitments. And that going forward, I want to be more responsible on how I react or how I respond or how I show up. And we do have coffee almost every morning unless he's working. And I have to be honest, the mornings he's working, I'm like, oh, I can do anything at any time I want. Um, Yeah, that's great. I love that we've been talking about this today. Yeah, me too. This This is awesome. What, if anything, would you offer in regards to, I don't like using the word advice. Hmm. What would you like to offer to the community right now? Well, I just really love to offer to everyone that's listening to this. If, if this resonates with you, awesome. And if it doesn't resonate with you, can you sit with it and let it percolate and In what ways can you look at responsibility maybe a little bit differently than you've looked at it before Mm -hmm. through the lens of commitment, through the lens of how you want to show up in the world, who you want to be in the world? I love that. I'm going deeper right now and I have to pull myself back (laughs) because I was just thinking, all right, well, and then there's the responsibility on how we're treating other people. Yeah. I'm going back to the whole interrupting and while I'm in the middle of writing thing. All right. How can people find you? And would you like to share a little bit about out loud? Oh yeah. So um, currently during this time of self isolation, I am looking to create community and create a space where people can be heard. And so I've created a private Facebook community called out loud. Um, You can find me on Facebook under my name, Jennifer Malamus, and friend me and request to be invited to Out Loud. We're hosting weekly Zoom calls at 5 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's Eastern time. And we're encouraging anyone who just wants to connect, be part of community, be heard, um, to come on. Beautiful. I'm doing something very similar, but mine is on a Sunday morning. The Sunday, it's 9.30 to 10.30, but this won't be posted for a couple of weeks, so it doesn't matter about this Sunday. Same thing. I'm being called. I feel the need to be of service in some way to 
bring connection, to bring people together under the energy of love. That is the overlying or the overarching theme um, and the motivation for bringing people together. With this, the um, social distancing, it's a way for us to be closer, even though we can't be in person. So pat on the back for both of us, right? Yes. For doing this work. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jen. It was, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I know we could continue the conversation about responsibility, but we'll end it there. We'll leave our audience with some questions to ponder and uh, feelings to feel into, right? Yeah. Thank you, Shauna. It's been a pleasure. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Shauna Gulbrand, website Shauna Gulbrand. I'm the only one in the world, so there's no mistaking me when you find me. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's it for today. Thank you again so much for tuning in and for listening to Jen and I. I really appreciate your presence and your support. And I look forward to speaking with you again. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.